<laughs> all right, all right, let's do this. Woohoo! My favorite group of people! <laughs> Welcome to the Transformation Videocasting Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Dr. Heather Adams, Senior Program Manager of Transfer Initiatives at the Aspen Institute's College Excellence Program. Transfer Nation aims to create a network and community of educators who work with and advocate for transfer and post-traditional college students. Our mission is to build community, transform culture, and empower success for transfer educators and students by sharing resources and celebrating all things transfer. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Transformation Talks. And this is the last episode of season two. And we thought it would be really fun to bring the whole podcast team to an episode to reflect a little bit on the year, to give some hints about what season three is going to look like, and also give folks a little bit of time to tell you who they are so you know who is crafting and developing this podcast behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. So we're going to just take a little bit of time today to introduce the podcast team of Transfer Nation Talks. Uh, First, we're going to just have Brandon introduce himself, tell us a little bit about who you are, what your interests are outside of Transfer Nation, and then what you do at Transfer Nation. And we'll just go through the group like that. How's that sound? That sounds good. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Brandon Rodriguez. He, him, pronouns. Yeah, what do I do? I am currently kind of in between positions. I just left my position as a transfer services manager and pre-admissions advisor at Oregon Tech. I was based at our Portland Metro campus, and I'm going to be starting a new position uh, in a few weeks at Oregon State University, working their e-campus as a student success coach and heading up their, some of the transfer initiatives over there for their e-campus students, which I'm really excited about. And outside of outside of work, I, I live here in Portland, Oregon, live like right outside in Beaverton. And yeah, I have my, my lovely husband and two cats, Tally and Honey. And yeah, that's kind of me, me outside of work. I, I, I'm kind of a weird person where I, the stuff I enjoy reading and watching is all related to higher ed. My, my interests are all higher ed related. I wish I could get outside of higher ed in terms of my interests you know, outside of work, but it's just, it's just what I love. It's my passion. So, but outside of that, you'll probably find me, you know, at a restaurant eating. I love eating out. I love going hiking. I love traveling. All that stuff are, it's just things that I, that I really hold dear. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. And then what I do here, Transformation, is I am one of the producers. So I, um, I do a lot of the kind of the, the planning, the initial outreach, we are helping find our, you know, what guests we're going to have on the podcast and what, what we're going to talk about, what are some of the topics, creating an interview outline so that uh, Heather's job is a little easier <laughs> when she's doing the episodes. And so um, I get to help out with kind of the front end of, of podcast producing, which is really exciting. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. And you have to deal with me when I don't follow <laughs> the outline. <laughs> That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, no. I didn't know you had two kitties. I love that. What are their names again? Uh, Tally and Honey. So Tally is named after Tallahassee, Florida, which is where um, I went to college at Florida State. And uh, and Honey, we um, we got her in Tennessee. They're both actually we're both stray cats. Um, we got them as kittens. And Honey, we named after just Tennessee Honey, and she just you know we call her our little Tennessee Honey kitty. So. 
Yeah. They're both fairies. Oh, I love that. And I know why that, why we love hanging out together so much because we just talk about higher ed all the time. There is nothing wrong with that by the way. <laughs> and I do think we might've had like a three hour conversation about higher ed when I was on the road one time. Maybe during yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. During <laughs> Christmas that may have happened. <laughs> uh, well, Brandon, uh, you do incredible work and thank goodness you're here to help produce the podcast. And I'm so glad that we get a chance to, to share a little bit about yourself with uh, the Transfer Nation uh, listeners. Um, Samantha, Samantha's next. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what your interests are outside of Transformation, and what you do at Transformation? Yeah, of course. Hi, everyone. My name is Samantha, or Sam, and I am also a producer on the TN podcast. Um, really exciting work. I mainly do marketing, creating graphics, social copy, listening to the episodes as well, and then meeting with our guests if we need to, just to kind of prep them for the upcoming recording. And then like a little bit of other things, kind of have my hand in every step. But I am a not so recent UCLA graduate, so still 2022, but winter quarter, so it's been a few months, but I do still work at the UCLA Transfer Student Center. It's going to be my last couple months with them, so a little bit better sweet, but I'm enjoying it while I can. Outside of work, hmm, this is a hard one. I just, I feel like I like to constantly explore creative outlets, so right now I'm really into painting. Not very good but I've just bought like a bunch of art supplies and I'm, you know, just trying stuff out. So it's been fun. That's perfect. And that's what cool. art is all about. Anyway, you just mm -hmm. put it out there and you get in that creative process and you see what happens. So I love that. I didn't know that you were um, an artist or dig or liked to delve into, into that. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call myself an artist just yet, but I feel like I'm getting there. Yeah, you're practicing. You're you're having fun getting there. <laughs> um, and uh, Samantha and Brandon didn't really talk about just how much they do. I love Sam's like, I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. She does a lot of a lot of things. And so does Brandon. Um, they really, truly are the strategists behind the podcast. They think about the kind of arcs that we're doing with our series. They think about how our episodes mesh uh, with the NISTS. So, and, and so we don't over, overlap in terms of topics and, and, and bore everybody, but that we actually have new things that are happening each episode. So just a big shout out to the two of them and all of the work they do, because it is not little, it is a lot. Um, all right, last but not least, Let's introduce y'all to Abraham. Abraham, who are you? What are you interested in outside of TN? And what in the world do you do at TN? Hi, welcome everybody. My name is Abraham and I am your podcast editor. So I am mainly behind the scenes, have been for the last three years or so. And uh, this is our, I think my first time <laughs> showcasing myself on the actual podcast. Um, Shameful. That is my fault. Shameful. 
<laughs> and actually, I am kind of further from education than I would like. I am a registered nurse uh, and newfound mental health advocate. So falling into uh, my role as a psychiatric registered nurse, I have been seeing and working with mental health and definitely um, kind of really growing myself in that aspect, because that is one of those things that if you know my history, I'm actually a military veteran, transfer student, and transferred over to UCLA. And mental health is one of those things that is definitely not seen well in the military. So coming out and actually, you know, going through school and everything myself, definitely had to educate myself. But what do I do outside of this? I am a tech junkie. I love going out and hiking and being in nature and doing stuff called Go Ruck, which is just basically walking around with a heavy backpack. Yeah, I... <laughs> Definitely nervous on this side of the, the camera. <laughs> oh my goodness. Abraham is the reason that this podcast exists each week, that you're able to listen to it and watch it because of the amazing editing and really puts tireless hours into the podcast. So Abraham, uh, thank you so much for everything that you do. And I love, I love this this sort of newfound um, mentorship that you're doing with mental health. And, and I wouldn't even say it's newfound because I've known you for a few years now. And I think this is something that you have done maybe subtly, maybe you didn't even know you were doing it, but you're such a, um, a caring person. And so everyone I think that's around you uh, feels that way. And I, I don't know if you know how much you've helped people's mental health and just kind of the vibe and feel of a place um, in, with your welcoming manner. So I think you've been doing that for a while, maybe informally, uh, maybe not aware of it, but uh, I like to hear that you're, you're kind of claiming that and getting a little bit more like, this is the thing I do and I enjoy and I know is important to me and to others. Okay, so we're gonna take a little bit of time to reflect on season two of Transformation Talks. What happened? What did we do? What did we learn? Did we cry? Did we laugh? Yes, we did. It was so fun. Um, so we're going to just do a little quick round of our favorite parts of season two. This can be a favorite episode. This could be a favorite moment in an episode. This could be a favorite series, mini series within the this season. So uh, Brandon, let's start with you again. What was your favorite part of season two? Well, honestly, you know, season two is kind of where, where I jumped on board. So it's my favorite season so far. <laughs> I'm a little biased, though. Yeah, I would say for me, uh, there's so many amazing episodes in season two. But I have to, I have to shout out the, the most recent episode we've had, which is the, the UCF series that we're doing. I am from Orlando, Florida. I went to community college at Seminole State, which is one of the big feeder, you know, community college schools, you know, to UCF. Um, and so learning, I knew a lot about UCF and I knew about Direct Connect and all the amazing things that they're doing for transfer students at UCF, but I had no idea how they did it and, and how they do what they do and how they support transfer students. So for me personally, it was, you know, it was just really interesting to find out just how everything works at, you know, with the transfer center at UCF and how they got things to move and initiatives and to hear it from three different angles was just like 
just chef's kiss. <laughs> it really was. It was the best. And so I was, uh, I was really happy just to, to hear all the different perspectives. And, and we have episode, uh, well, part three of the series is coming out soon. So be on the lookout for that. But if you haven't checked it out, check out the, the part one and part two with uh, Bernard Huggins and Dr. Barry. They were honestly so great. And I, like I said, I, uh, I'm from Orlando. I love the UCF community and I love what they're doing with transfer. And so I would have to give that one my, my favorite of season two because the things they're doing with transfer students and now they have some new things where they're trying out I don't know if they have them yet but they have these you know student success coaches or success coaches where they're going to have a person who's with the student from prospect all the way through graduation I think that's so amazing to have one person and uh, a person like a one-stop shop for support and so I really I really love that and so yeah that would probably be my favorite. Sam, what about you? What would your favorite episode be, reflecting on the year, thinking about season two? So I have to say that my favorite season two episode was the first one I listened to, um, and it really caught my eye. The title is Librarians as Transfer Champions, and the reason why I love this episode so much is because looking at the title, I thought it was interesting. I hadn't heard about it like hmm, librarians transfer champions makes sense but let me look into this and then listening to the episode it's like I had an epiphany of course librarians are transfer champions I don't know why this hasn't come up before um so (laughs) yeah um so I love it because um it's by NISTS, so it's one of their episodes that they created, um, and they interview two co-authors of uh, a book called Supporting Transfer Student Success, um, and they are two librarians, Peggy Noon and Karen Kaufman, also Florida-based, by the way, uh, fun fact, and they what they talk about is so um, interesting and pertinent to transfer students, both at the university level, at the community college level, and then cross-institutionally as well. I really appreciated their conversation around information literacy specifically. That's um, what they both specialize in and teach. For anyone who doesn't know, information literacy is basically the ability to locate and use information that is credible and reliable. And it's a really transdisciplinary skill that students can take with them anywhere. So I love that they talked about it, um, that they're advocating for it, and that they're doing the work, which is really um, amazing. So there, there are a lot of interesting things that they touched upon in the episode. So I highly recommend that you go and listen to it for, you know, further information and just to like listen to these two amazing librarians talk. It's <laughs> I love librarians like to begin with, and what they had to say was really like transformational for me to hear as well. So highly recommended. It was such a good episode. Judith was such a good interviewer as well. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I love how you just described it. it. It was really excellent. And I don't know if you remember this, Sam and Abraham, but at UCLA, some of our biggest champions were at the library. We used to do transfer, early transfer pride weeks in the first early years, probably before both of your uh, time there. Uh, Alicia at the at the library used to do a transfer Pride Week collaboration with us, where she would do transfer specific tours of the library. She had a bulletin board up of all of like famous and notable transfer students who had gone to UCLA. She was just really engaged in that transfer champion uh, 
sort of uh, mentality that they share in that podcast episode. So I, I, I'm really near and dear to my heart. I'm really glad you picked that one. Abraham, what about you? You get to listen to everything in real time and speed time and edited time versions versus non-edited versions. What's your favorite moment of season two? Well, definitely coming into this space, I really come in from the perspective of the student, right? I, I really have the experience of going to the community college, transferring into the university and going on and having my career. So I, I really appreciated our commitment in the second season to the student stories. A lot of the stuff we do have is towards administration and towards educators on how they can engage. But me, I am the student and I really love the student stories. So the fact that we were able to work with the NISTS ambassadors was incredible. And, and just listening to their stories, it always, always just motivates me and gives me that encouragement that, you know, there are people out there just like me accomplishing great things. And, you know, not to say that we, you know, I'm not accomplishing, we're, we're definitely doing great things here together. But I remember, especially the Emily Strum and Christy Schamler as our host, uh, their episode where they were talking about that non-traditional route to transferring. They were saying that, you know, going, me being the high school student, I never expected to come into university. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm just going to go to a community college. But even then, when I dropped out my first semester of community college because I wanted to work or I ended up joining the military and then going back and redoing all my classes at the community college because my first semester, I ended up getting like three Fs, a C and a D, you know, like I, I really didn't know that there were those people that, you know, go from high school, go into the community college, then transfer immediately after those two years. I went back, I started in 2007 and I didn't go back until 2015. And, you know, I still had that non-traditional student route. And I really loved that they were able to touch on that. And another thing they did was talk about you know, our own personal bias, right? When we went, they talked about going into the state college and what biases did you have when you went in, you know? And I had to admit to myself that I had a lot of those biases and really being able to join the community and become a leader in the community. I really was able to like reshape those. And I really hope to really eliminate the stigma for the, you know, future generations that are coming in. So um, yeah, that, you know, listening to the student stories definitely was always uplifting for me. I'm so glad you shared that Abraham, because that's the reason we do this work, right? That's the reason Brandon's passionate about higher ed. Probably that's the reason that we're in this work and in this advocacy role for transfer is, is at the end of the day is because of those student stories. So um, that, that's a, I'm, I'm glad those resonate with you and they certainly resonate with me too. So hopefully you all check out the librarian episode, the UCF series, uh, the student stories. And then I have to say, I have, uh, they're all my favorites, of course, but because I was the director of a, of a four year, Transfer Student Center. It's near and dear to my heart. So the series that we did on four-year transfer centers, we did a little mini series this year. We were able to interview a, a bunch of transfer center directors. And that was such fun because 
that are my colleagues. They're people that I, uh, you know, commiserate with and talk to and brainstorm with like over the years about what, what a transfer center needs to be, should be, can be. And I just was really grateful to hear their, their stories and, and their kind of journey with transfer center and, and what a transfer center means from them, for them from a four-year perspective. And um, I'm hoping that in season three, hint, 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 that we get a few more community college transfer center stories. We really wanted to spotlight those, this, this term, uh, the season, and we weren't really able to, we will be, we do have some on the docket for season three. So just a little foreshadowing into season three, but that's really an area I want to learn more about because I, I didn't, I've never directed a two-year transfer center. And I think there's a lot to learn there. So, all right, we are now going to talk a little bit about what's coming up. Sprinkle some seeds of the onward and upward of what season three is, is going to be. What's coming, what's coming next? So, uh, Brandon, what, what kind of theme, what is one of the themes uh, of some of the episodes that might be coming up in season three? So I, um, I'm really excited about season three. I think it's going to be a really great season. And I, uh, I know that we have some really amazing themes. And one of the themes that kind of the first one that I want to talk about um, is next generation transfer and innovations in transfer. And so I'm excited about this. I, as y'all know, as I mentioned, I work in transfer. I, you know, I, I, I was a transfer student. So this stuff is just knowing what's happening next and what's new is really exciting for me. And uh, I think it's something that, especially now that I'll be working with online students, I'm excited to see what's what's new with transfer and online communities as well. And so these are just some of the things that, you know, you can look forward to with season three is just like, what's what's happening now? You know, what's, what's next in transfer? What's happening? What's new? What are people doing? What's working? What's not working? And so that'll all be coming up. And so these are things that that uh, we'll be highlighting a lot, a lot more in season three as one of our themes is next generation transfer and innovations in transfer, which, like I said, I'm very excited about um, personally, because I'm excited to, to hear what people are doing that's really going well, and, and how we can better be supporting transfer students and in, in, in every way. So I'm really excited. Yeah, we're going to really look at those you know, what, what are those transformational moves that people are making? What's that next big, like in, I said onwards and upwards, and I kind of mean that with transfer too, right? Like what's that, that next level uh, um, work that folks are doing, or maybe who's kind of pushing the, the envelope on where we can go with transfer, what, where we can reimagine transfer. Um, and I am really excited about that too, Brandon. Sam, what's another theme that we are going to focus on for season three? So anyone who's ever worked with transfer students knows that the community is beyond diverse, so diverse. So we started digging into this in season two, but we really want to delve into this uh, concept of communities within the community. So looking at transfer student athletes, veterans, neo-traditional students, get to know them, their stories, the hardships that they went through, their accomplishments and highlights, and just get a better sense of who and what makes up the transfer community as a whole. So really looking forward to that as well. We have a bunch of episodes planned on that topic. So look forward uh, to those. Oh, that's going to be so fun. That's grabbing what Abraham talked about, learning those students' stories, but also talking to the folks that 
that really are there as supports and as the support net for various student communities and student communities that you maybe hadn't even thought of or intersections of student communities. You know, most students have, have, are, have a lot of experience in their life and a lot of complex identities that are coming together. And I think this will be a really fun area for us to explore sort of endlessly, I think, but that's definitely going to be a big theme in season three. So a couple of other little uh, little hints of what might be happening in season three. I already gave one away about community college transfer centers. I think we're going to sprinkle in a little pop culture and where does transfer and community college come up in media and in sort of pop culture references and shows and books. So if you have ideas, let us know. And uh, we'll probably be doing some more NISTS collaborations for sure. We'll be talking to the NIS, uh, NISTS in students ambassadors who we love to talk to each year and get to know their stories. We'll probably do an episode about NISTS conference in general. So there'll be a lot of stuff to look forward to in season three. And we really um, we hope to, to see you all there in season three. And now the fun part, what we do with all our guests is we ask the same two questions at the end of the episode. And so I'm going to ask you three, and I'll answer it too, but what, what, first of all, what are you reading or watching or uh, listening to right now that's completely inspiring you? And then we'll go to the second question. And Brandon, you can start us off. Yeah, so um, currently I'm reading... Uh, a book related to higher ed. Shocking, I know. I, you know, I just can't, I can't stop. Privilege Poor is what it's called. It's by Anthony Abraham Jack. Um, if you've never heard of it, it's honestly an amazing book. I'm probably about three quarters of the way through. And it really, uh, so Anthony Abraham Jack is an, a professor uh, of education in the Harvard Graduate School of Education. And so the book really talks about some of the research he's done on how uh, students with marginalized identities, a lot of times coming from these low-income backgrounds and minoritized backgrounds, they are heavily recruited you know, now by a lot of these Ivy League and prestigious institutions. And once they get there, what is the support like once they get there? What are these students, what does that support look like once they arrive on campus? And so I think it talks a lot about so much effort that institutions put into recruiting and diversifying their, their students, you know, just their students in general. And so, and how they're actually supporting them once they get there. And so I think it's kind of this like false promise of, you know, we want you here, you'll find a home here, but how are you actually supporting those students once they get there? And so I think it's really, it's really great. And it talks, it talks about specifically the privileged poor of students from low-income backgrounds who maybe attend boarding schools or maybe attend other institutions where they're in high school with, let's say you're, you know, let's say you're a student who is a student of color and you go to a high school that is predominantly white. By the time you get to that Though, you know, whatever institution you're going to, you're kind of acclimated to that community in a way. It's still kind of a culture shock, but there's there's kind of the privileged poor, which kind of already have that. They've kind of already been pre-exposed to that background. It talks about like being around students who are talking about going to Cabo for vacation or going to the Maldives. And like, what is that? You know, how do you acclimate to these sort of you know, these, these communities and it's all very new to me. I went to public universities my entire life in public school. So it's very interesting to learn about, you know, about all these students' lives and he really goes into interviews with each of them. And so it's just a, honestly, an amazing book. I, I heavily recommend. And then outside of that, what I'm watching, I honestly, I'm watching 
rewatching Game of Thrones and I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Seven. So if there's any RuPaul's Drag Race fans out there, like, it is such a good season. So that's what I'm that's what I'm reading and watching right now. I love it. <laughs> we'll go through this and just have everyone answer the same question. So Sam, what are you reading, watching, or listening to right now that's inspiring to you? And Brandon, I have to pick up that book, so it's it's now added to my list. Okay, so. I'm going to approach this at a slightly different angle. I will say that I've started rewatching Community. Um, for folks that don't know, it is a television comedy series that ran a few years ago. Um, and it centers on a group of students at Glendale Community College, I think. Yes. <laughs> Um, all fictional, but it's hilarious and it gives me an opportunity to kind of look back and see what's changed in my perspective of community college, considering the first time I watched this was before I had attended and I got like a really, you know, that negative stigma that's associated with CCs. I really felt that watching it the first time through, unfortunately, and now going back and, and uh, rewatching it, I can kind of laugh at some of those things that I focused a little bit too hard on um, and see like, oh, yeah, that's super inaccurate. That's totally not like what CC is. Oh, but that part's accurate. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, it's much more like lighthearted second time around, but it's been really fun rewatching it. Yeah. And it's actually Greendale Community College, and it's made by Dan Harmon, and it's actually based on his experience at Glendale Community College in Glendale, California. Yeah, so I love that Thank show. you so much for correcting me. I don't know why I have Greendale <laughs> on my mind, but thanks. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, and that, that was, I love that little bit of trivia, and and you also sort of spotlighted some of the things that we might be talking about in the future on on uh, season three. So I'm glad you're having that perspective of watching it before and after the experience. I might have to pick your brain about that because that's uh, one of the things I've had an issue with is I watched it early. And so I have all these ideas in my head of how they've portrayed things. But I would imagine watching it after you can kind of sit back and be like, oh, yeah, some of that is not so false. <laughs> That's interesting. Ooh, more on that soon. Okay, Abraham, what are you reading, watching, li or listening to that's inspiring you? So I'm actually not that big of a reader, unfortunately, but I am definitely deeply uh, enthralled in the YouTube space and like YouTube creators. And I definitely at the beginning of the summer got caught up in the big productivity phase that was going on. So the Ali Abdul or Tiago Forte. And then I got ended up getting so caught up in it where I started to like actually doubt myself. There's a lot of this, um, you know, the, the, the videos that are like, oh, seven streams of income or like doing 12 things in, you know, one day and stuff. And, and ended up getting to this phase where I actually started falling down the sinkhole of now the label is kind of being come out as toxic productivity. And I ended up uh, now starting to follow a different creator. His name is, well, he goes by like Struthless on YouTube. And he's in his 30s. He's an, an artist. He's a cartoonist. And he actually approaches productivity in a really holistic kind of way. And it really changed the way that I actually see myself. So instead of like measuring it in, you know, how many things do you accomplish? It's 
actually how much like happiness does it bring to you? And I definitely had to like really switch my views because, you know, in the military, everything is very like bullet point. Every hour of the day is, you know, really fixed. Uh, I know exactly what I'm going to wear, what I'm going to do, and where I'm going, like where I'm going. And this approach, this like holistic approach of productivity is the end result is the product is happiness. And honestly, really taking a step back and reshaping my own personal views and following these creators of just kind of like letting go and being able to be happy with where I am, you know, that's, it's been really a great deal. Like, you know, I I feel better about myself, you know? I bet. That's amazing. That's fantastic. We'll put all of these links in the show notes for y'all so you can explore uh, your, on your own, the holistic uh, organi- uh, organizing your life holistically. But I, I've, I love that you found that, Abraham. I'll have to check that out. Um, okay, I am reading this really cool book called The Culture Code. And it's by Daniel Coyle. And it's basically a look into how, how highly successful groups of, of, of people, whether that's in a, in a company or a nonprofit or a, or a team, how culture is created in those groups and why some groups are more successful than others, why some are, um, you know, really come together in a way, you know, you've seen those kind of communities or cultures in a, in a workspace or on a team who, you know, they just seem so seamlessly uh, communicating and like everyone has that joy and that happiness, but also trusts people and like everyone's got each other's back and, then you've also probably been in other cultures where that has not been the case. And so this book is just exploring the kind of the science really of successful groups and how you develop culture, because there actually is sort of a, an interesting science behind it. I really like the book because I'm doing a lot of work. Well, I'm always doing work on transfer, but transfer culture is a big deal to me. I, I talk about it all the time, as you probably know, if you listen to this podcast. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to talk to people about culture who I think we make a lot of assumptions about that. We all know what that word means when we talk about it. Right. We're like, oh, yeah, culture the culture. Everybody knows. I make an assumption that I know what it means. Um, And then I started to do this deep dive into like what it actually means and what's difference between culture and climate and community and all of these things. And it's, it's, um, it's pretty fascinating. And then the other show, oh my gosh, is anybody watching for all mankind on Apple plus? Oh my gosh, it's so good. No. Oh my God, it's so good. It's on season three. And of course I'm caught up. So like now it's like every Friday they're going to release a new one. I'm like, no, it's really good. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it because there's, I, I just, just go watch it. It's really, really good. But I am a little bit of a, like a, I guess I'm kind of a sci-fi nerd. I didn't know this about myself until I realized that I love Battlestar Galactica and I love shows like for all mankind yeah i know who knew but that's me okay this is the for gonna wrap up the show we have just loved the season two we've loved everybody's enthusiasm for season two we loved everybody's engagement in season two sending us questions um sending us ideas for episodes sitting with us for hours recording episodes so thank you to everyone we're gonna wrap up our uh our little group 
podcast team episode today with our shout outs, right? So this is the other question we ask all our guests. What, who would you want to give a shout out to? Is there somebody specific you want to shout out um, who's maybe supported your transfer journey or your um, profession into transfer and your love of higher ed? Is there somebody that you just want to shout out because they're in an awesome support system for you or because they uh, supported you at a certain time in your life? Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be related to transfer, but if it is, even better. So um, we'll start with Brandon and then we'll go around and, and I can round us out for the, for the end. Perfect. Yeah. I um, honestly, my, my shout outs, I have two people in mind and honestly, I didn't have, I feel like whenever I hear shout outs about, about transfer or people going to higher ed, like a lot of people find their mentor while they're an undergrad. And that was not the case for me. I did not really have like a mentor being a transfer student. You're there for literally two years, sometimes less. And so I didn't have time to find a mentor when I was an undergrad. It just what did not happen. And so, uh, so for me, uh, I honestly, like one of the mentors I want to shout out is Dr. Tony Cawthon. So he was in my, he's a professor in the grad program, student affairs prep program um, at Clemson University. And so that's where I got my master's degree. And he was my faculty advisor. And I'd never had a relationship with a faculty member. I'd never talked to them. I never really got to know them. I was always terrified. It's all that when you're a new transfer student and you go to a four university, you're just you think that they don't have time for you. They just don't have time for your questions. And so I never got to know a faculty member and um, getting to have a faculty advisor and being able to go over, go over to his house for get togethers and be able to like get to know that a faculty member is a person and is not intimidating. And they want to know things from you as well. And they can learn from you. It was such a like groundbreaking idea for me. And so he's been so supportive and he was like, Brandon, I, you know, whatever you want to do in transfer, like do it. And so that's why I went to NISTS back in 2020, my first conference, transfer conference and found my community. So I had to shout, shout him out for sure. And then my second person, and it's not because you're here, but would be Heather. Like you just, you honestly are the first person I met who was like my transfer mentor. Like you've been such a great mentor to me. You share a love of transfer that I've never, has been unmatched. That I've never met someone who's love transfer as much as you. And, and, and I'm like, I want to be that person. And so I want to say how much I appreciate you and how much you supported my journey in transfer. So, um, so yeah, you'd be my at the shout out. So thank you so much. Okay. Now that I'm in tears, sorry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That is, that means so much. And uh, right back at you. I have loved that we get to just talk about transfer all day long and we get to share insights and the community together. So um, I, I am the lucky one, but thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Sam, who would you love to give a shout out to today? Ooh, I don't know if I can follow that up. Um, let's see. I mean, of course you, Heather. I think you know. <laughs> and I think I've told you many times before, but um, you're one of the most like fascinating, passionate, compassionate people that I've met like within transfer and then in life in general. Um, so thank you for everything that you do, um, how you've inspired me and helped me along my journey. Um, and I think I'll have to keep thanking you <laughs> for you know the rest of our time together. Um, but so you'll hear a lot more of it, don't worry. Um, but I'll say my second shout out um, is to um, the lovely folks at the UCLA Transfer Student Center. 
Um, and I'll I'll give it to, um, actually, I'll, I'll just name them, Sarah Moe and Karina Salazar, the assistant director um, and director, respectively, of the center. They're also amazing folks. I love the work that they do for the staff there um, at the center and then within the UCLA community, transfer community at large. Um, so big shout out to them as well. Seriously, like, you're not allowed... To- Abraham, you're not allowed because I am already in tears over here. Thank goodness, like Zoom can't show any tears that are running down my face. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. That is the sweetest. And I, you know, I adore you and you know how close I feel, I hope, because uh, of our time together at UCLA and at the Transfer Center with all of those beautiful people that you mentioned. So thank you. And now I'm going to push mute so you don't hear me cry. Well, of course, after being forbidden, you know that I have to do a shout out now. It's definitely, Heather, the example that you have put out, the fact that you've had a career, you came back to education, how high you've achieved with Dr. Heather Adams, you know, is definitely like set those paving stones to know where I, you know, I had no trajectory when I started. And here I've learned through the Transfer Center, through the Veteran Resource Center, non-traditional student network, the community that I made at Pierce College, which is who I'm representing on my shirt today, that, you know, anything's obtainable. And now the furthest thing I had when I graduated from high school is like, I didn't even think university was for me. I never took the SAT or ACT. I thought uh, education was not my path. And here I am. I don't know how many years later, and I'm preparing a project for the university in the hospital. And and now like looking at DMP programs and PhD programs that, you know, that is where my career is going. And it's all because of the people, you know, that have been before me and, and Heather, you're one of them. Of course, continuing that route, my, all the professors that I've had in the community college, you know, uh, Dr. Carrie Meyer Joyner, who was the first person who recommended me for a scholarship. I didn't know that I was worthy of scholarships and and in community college, that was one of my first ones for being a returning student into chemistry. Dr. Sin, Anson Sin, he was our anatomy and physiology professor who trusted us enough that, you know, in community college, I worked hands-on in a cadaver lab. And, you know, this is one of those things that even in the university, I wasn't able to do. And, it's, you know, it's emotional. Um, our Even our director of our CAS, our, our Center of Academic Success, I became a student tutor and I was able to continue this mentorship and, and service to the community. Just those foundational things that showed me what we're capable of doing, I continued and I continue to do today, you know, and it just started at the community college level and it just continues on. Okay, folks, so I get to work with these amazing people every single day. So thank you for that, all of you. Um, And um, just beautiful, beautifully said and beautifully um, shouted out to your loved ones. And I want to take it in. I'm going to take it in. So thank you. Really, thank you a lot um, from the bottom of my heart. And I am going to shout out some of our team that's not here with us today because they do such tremendous transfer advocacy and work also behind the scenes. And we hope to have them all on the podcast um, in the future so that you can get to know their awesomeness. But we get to work with 
amazing folks like Sarah, Sarah, who uh, has joined us recently and has really got so many cre creative ideas about how to engage the audience and doing office hours live and getting our TikTok going again and is really excited about that. And we've got Raphael who does Transfer Tales. Oh my God. If you have not watched Transfer Tales, run to YouTube right now and look it up. He is so amazing at putting together these beautiful vignettes of a transfer's life in three or four minutes. And he just, he just is, he's really inspired by it as we all are, as you can hear by transfer student stories. And so we're really grateful to him for, for all of his expertise in, in producing those each month. And um, we, of course, had Kim earlier this year, who um, is now off to a big fancy job in marketing, but she helped us with our Instagram. But we've been really fortunate because Aisha has come in to build from where Kim uh, left off and get our social media and our Instagram really alive and, um, and, and vibrant. And she's going to be starting some, some new initiatives in the next couple of weeks that you'll start to see pop up on our Instagram feed. Um, now, we have a lot of people, people who've been on this team, so I could go on and on and on and name folks. But I'm going to just talk about the folks that have really been here this year, like Jimmy. So Jimmy is our behind the scenes operations and organization guru. He has got our spreadsheets in, uh, uh, in great shape and he's working on um, some of the stuff behind the scenes that keeps us um, really structured and keeps us on, um, on pace on, with what we need to do. And then we just had our newest member join the team, Danielle, and she is going to be helping out with events so you haven't heard from her yet, but you're going to get to meet her at events. You're going to get to see her at events. And she's a huge PTK fan. So if you're in PTK or you know what that is, you're going to hear a lot more about it because she's very passionate about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam's wearing it, representing. Oh, my gosh. Danielle would go crazy right now. I hope she's listening. Um, and, you know, we have had other folks this year, like Yanelle, who was helping us with our transfer facts. Um, that was our Fun Facts Friday that we would do. And she was, she's a great researcher. She's in grad school right now. So she is uh, on the, in the UK uh, being fancy and uh, getting her, her graduate degrees. But she was really doing a lot of research on transfer and helped us spotlight um, and highlight the transfer community and the communities within the community, like student parents and our first gen, how many transfer students are first gen and veterans and, and some of our other communities. So we've had, you know, such an incredible, such, so many incredible transfers help at Transfer Nation over the years. And I'm sure there are a million names I could go on and on. But we just wanted to give them a shout out because they're not here today. But this is the podcast team. This is kind of what we do. But beyond the podcast team, there's a whole Transfer Nation team that gets together every week shares their love for transfer and their advocacy for transfer. So wanted you to know a little bit more about who's behind the scenes of TN and Transfer Nation. All right, y'all, until season three, it's been awesome. We'll see you then. In Transfer Pride, we're going to sign off. Thank you so much for listening. To continue the transfer conversation, be sure to join the Transfer Nation Facebook group at tinyurl.com slash wearetransfernation. You can also follow us on Instagram at wearetransfernation 
and on Twitter at Transfer Pride. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at tinyurl.com slash tnationtube. If you have ideas for future episodes of the Transfer Nation videocast and podcast, please email us at wearetransfernation at gmail.com. We can't wait to continue celebrating all things transfer with you. And as always, in Transfer Pride.